Hello, everyone, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell, author of Empowering You, 11 Ways to Shift Your Personal Paradigm. Welcome, welcome. Today, I want to talk about the powerful pause that we can take in between our relationships. And this is an, this can be a very uncomfortable um, space for a lot of people for many reasons. And, you know, I, I'll use myself as an example because I remember so distinctly after getting out of my marriage, how drained I felt, how tired I felt, how much I felt I had nothing to give to another human being. And I was able to honor that. And, you know, during that time, I was already on my spiritual journey and I, I was already, I was already re- self-reflective and being more mindful in my life about, okay, how do you feel? What do we need to do for you? So for me during this period of time, I could look at this from a, okay, you know, how do we, how do we grow from the experience that we just had for 21 years? What was our participation? Where are we going next? I was able to actually use this time and really work with it. And I actually took a year pause, which is a long period of time. I probably didn't need quite the year, but I will say that it was really important for me to to take a look at at things. And oftentimes people, I'm just going to throw out a few examples, right? Sometimes we're in a relationship, we don't feel like it's working and we start texting another person and we start beginning another relationship before we're even out of the relationship that we're in. And then we start getting pulled into this new relationship And of course, that never goes anywhere good because you're not out of your other relationship. You're in a new relationship. There's just energy all over the place. And it just, it makes for a very unsettling foundation. And there are a lot of feelings, right? And then, you know, and let's say that that is the scenario. Then you have three different people involved in a relationship, believe it or not, because that's what begins to happen. So what I suggest people do is, you know, and I've had to work with some people on this. This is this is a big thing. And I and I will say, um, I'm going to use one of my clients in particular. Um, he couldn't leave relationships without starting to get into a new one. It was just beyond his scope of comprehension. He never he never thought about it. And when he did think about it, it brought up a lot of fear. And I tried to help him understand that, you know, first of all, let's take a look at the fear and let's understand why. But I helped him understand too. And, and there were, these are patterns, right? These are patterns to get established. There's a lot of reasons why we get into another relationship. Oftentimes we're afraid of being alone. And that seems to be the biggest one that I found so far. So what I was able to do with this, um, with this client was I was really help, I was able to help him understand that by getting into a new relationship, he was hurting the other per- he was hurting the new person and he was also hurting the old person and he was really and truly hurting himself. And this was something that he didn't realize, but after doing life like this for 20 something years, he realized that he felt terrible about himself. He didn't like who he was. There were a lot of things that he really uh, he felt bad for, right carrying around a lot of guilt, a lot of women over many years and you know breaking their hearts and i mean nothing good came out of it so long story short for him <laughs> amen the pattern was able to shift 
and he was actually able to do it. It did take some time, but these are patterns that can be broken. They are all stemming from that place of fear and for the most part, fear of being alone. And when we are searching for love, we just want to move towards the love, right? Whatever that feels like for us. So I want to talk about why it's important to take a pause in between relationships. First of all, it gives us the opportunity to get settled within ourselves. It gives us an opportunity to take an inventory and an inventory of ourselves while we were in that last relationship that we were just in. We get to be clear, right? Let's ask ourselves some questions like, how did you feel during your last relationship, right? What what was it that you felt? It's important to tap into the feelings. Did you feel limited in your relationship or by the person you were with? which at the end of the day really comes down to you. Did you do everything? Did you feel like you were self-sacrificing for another person? Constantly putting yourself last. And most of us listening to this anyway can relate to that feeling. But we do this sometimes because we haven't learned that we can do a relationship a different, a different way. That's an old codependent behavior that we learned, I feel, in childhood. So Here we are taking an inventory of ourselves while we're taking a pause in between relationships and looking at what was my participation? What were the roles I played in that relationship? How did I affect the other person? You know, what do I remember them saying? What do I remember, you know, the pain part of the relationship? What was it that was so painful? These things can tell us so much about ourselves because we learn a lot about ourselves through our relationships. I feel that that's why we have relationships, to keep helping us learn and see ourselves more clearly as we go. And as we we might have to keep being with the same kind of person, right, in a relationship before we realize that it doesn't serve us anymore. Sometimes that takes us years and years and years to actually move through. Uh, Another question, well, I guess I just wanted to state, and I probably already made this clear, but I just wanted to say that it's important to understand how you felt in the relationship. What was it that made you happy, right? Was it based on something superficial or was it based on something deep and organic, like just being with that person, right? Like I've had the experience of, you know, I can have fun with somebody if we're going to dinner and we're going out to the movies and we're doing all these things with other people. But yet when we're together, it's real empty and it's not, there's nothing much there. It's real surface, right? But I've also had the experience where I was with somebody, it didn't matter what we were doing. It was 100% awesome just being in their energy and just being with them. And they felt that way too. And so ask yourself that question. How have you felt in your relationships? And how do you want to feel in your next relationship? The only way that you can begin to discern, right? You get clear, seeing the contrast, feeling the contrast of what you didn't have and what you want to have is by taking a pause. So you can see, if we don't take a pause, we start getting all tangled up in a new person's energy. And here we go again. We're doing the same patterns and the same behaviors. They're starting to look a lot like somebody else I've dated in the past. 
So we can't get clear on ourselves if we're going to blend our energy with different people, like bookends of people, as we're leaving a relationship and as we're moving forward into a relationship. And if you do that, you are doing yourself a disservice and you're, do, you're also um, doing a disservice to the other person because in my opinion, you're not resolved from that person you just walked away from or you're trying to walk away from. You haven't, you know, you haven't resolved that and given it some due time because we don't just get out of a relationship. Typically, we don't just get out of a relationship and then the next day we're all ready to go and move into the next one. But I, I know it's uncomfortable and I know that people mostly want the distraction because they're using that distraction to get away from that relationship. What they don't realize is <laughs> you could be getting yourself into a whole new ball of wax and your main focus is how do I get away from this relationship? Oh, this one looks fun. Oh, this is hot, right? And the dust will eventually settle. And then you get to see what you actually signed up for, right? So it's, it's like we don't have the presence of mind when we operate from leaving one or by being still in one, but moving into another one. So let's talk about the fear of being alone. So I'm in my mid-50s, and I've taken quite a pause from relationships, right? I've gone out with a few people, but you know, it's just not organic. It's not natural, and I can't pretend anymore. I have no interest. I would rather go to dinner by myself, go to the movies by myself, and just meet friends, you know, honestly, and be alone, right? Because I love... I love being alone now. I didn't used to love being alone. And I'll tell you why I didn't. And, and maybe this will resonate for you. So I think sometimes we don't like to be alone uh, for various reasons. Maybe it brings up things that we feel bad about, right? Memories from the past, feeling guilty. And it can feel quite overwhelming. My experience is it used to feel quite overwhelming. And I was terrified at the thought of sitting in silence alone, like it was truly too much for me to comprehend. So I distracted myself for many years. And then finally in my mid forties, I had to, I had to actually make a huge change and I was forced to sit in silence alone. What I realized was this, there wasn't as much stuff there as I thought there was gonna be. When I actually sat there alone and I would take a pen, and a, and a pad of paper, and I would write things down. When I actually went to make a list of the things that were really, that I was terrified of, there weren't that many things. But what was clear to me was the way that these things made me feel. Maybe I felt guilty. Maybe um, I had a bad experience with a parent that I couldn't get out of my head, right? Maybe there were things that I was mourning. And I believe that this type of thing can be one reason why we're afraid to be alone, why we're afraid to have that pause in between relationships without the distraction of the new fun kind of thing, which doesn't last forever if we get into it in a superficial way. So I invite you to see if that resonates for you. That's one reason I think that we might be fearful to be alone. The other reason I think we might be um, fearful to be alone is because of what society has told us. Society has basically helped us believe, we've bought into this lie that if we are alone, we're losers in some way, okay? And people can argue with me about this, but I believe this, you know, it's, and, and here I am, I'm in my mid fifties. Wow, this must mean that I'm so not marketable, right? 
when I know the truth now. And the truth is, is that I'm, I'm leveling up. I'm, I'm choosing to do and have a different type of experience in my life. I could have people I could spend time with and go do things with, but I want to make sure that when I'm with that person, that I feel the way that I want to feel. So could it be that you're worried about what your friends might say or what society says or what our family members might think about us if we don't go out on dates and we don't have people that we're dating. What's wrong with that? I honestly feel that most of the time people get back in these relationships so quickly, they haven't taken this self-inventory and they keep repeating the same patterns over and over again. And it just keeps you farther away from getting to know yourself. So I invite you to let go of what your family, your friends, what society might, you know, that old program that we, that we buy into. Let it go. Because I'll tell you right now, if you're a person who has chosen to walk life alone in this moment, doesn't mean it will be this way next week, but for now, be proud of yourself. Be proud of yourself because you're learning how to live by yourself. And I don't know about you, but that was the most terrifying idea when I was back in my 20s. I did not want to live alone. I did not want to be by myself. And whenever we make decisions based on our fears, they're empty. They're empty commitments at the end of the day when we involve other people. So ask yourself if that's the question. And if it is, know that you're brave. You're brave in taking your self-inventory. You're brave in going to see a movie by yourself. You're brave in going to have dinner alone because we can't stop living just because we don't have a partner in our lives. We cannot do it. If we do it, it keeps us feeling stuck, It keeps us feeling mournful over our past relationship more so, right? If we just sit around pining over what could have been, should have been, you know, I wish would have been. So if you're somebody who's single and you're listening to this, get outside, go take a hike by yourself, go get, go get in nature, go grab a coffee. Okay. Take a book. If you're not comfortable sitting there watching everybody. There are things that you can do and enjoy your life. You don't have to sit at home and wait until the next person shows up. In fact, I suggest you start living right now because as soon as you start living and you show the universe that you're okay with being by yourself, that next person is going to show up and it will be a more valuable relationship because you've given yourself time to reconcile with you and understand where you've been, what your participation was in your relationship, and what do you want next time? What kind of relationship do you want? So I want to leave you with this. Take some time for yourself. Get to know yourself. It is the most invaluable time that you can spend is with you. This is the place where you become empowered. This is the place when you get to know you. And I believe that we are here to get to know ourselves. And if you have fears about relationship and you have insecurities about relationship, then the question really is why? Okay. And then when you can answer those questions, then you know where you need to look for yourself. And then you can start helping yourself, moving through the fears, helping yourself, moving through the, you know, the insecurities that you have in relationship, whether it be 
you know, a lot of ego stuff, you know, jealousy, all those types of things. So I'm going to leave you with this. Sit with yourself, try to get more comfortable with it. And if you're in a relationship right now and it's not perfect for you, then try to be somewhat self-responsible. Sit down with your partner, tell your partner what you'd like to feel like in your relationship and see if you can do that. If your relationship really and truly just isn't working for you, and maybe it was, you know, it's been strained a long time, then be brave enough to step forward for yourself because it's time for you to get to know yourself more. And you will be fine sitting at home on a Saturday night or not sitting at home on the Saturday night, going to grab dinner, going to the movies by yourself, whatever it is, getting out in nature, going, taking a walk. Okay. Enjoy that alone time. Get to know yourself in a different way and unplug. Don't forget to unplug because, you know, being looped into social media and those types of things can also make us feel bad about things that we wish we had that we didn't have. I'm sorry, if most people on social media took the kind of time that I'm talking about, we wouldn't see what we see on social media because they'd be more connected to themselves and they'd be happier. So that's my invaluable advice. Good luck to everybody. I really hope this was helpful. I always love feedback. You can go ahead, you can go on to you know, SoundCloud and leave, you know, leave a note for me. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can also reach me on my website at onetruejoy.com. And please feel free to pick up a copy of my book, Empowering You, 11 Ways to Shift Your Personal Paradigm. Go get them. Thanks so much. See you next time.